love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, that absolutely nobody asked for a a trailer has dropped for a new transformers film rise of the beast apparently is is the title (laughs) i mean more like rise of the culture vultures because the way they use that notorious big song in that trailer i'm offended i'm not even from brooklyn and I am offended for the people of Brooklyn. What the? It didn't make any sense. Like, that's what? Hard pass. Absolute trash. I will not be seeing it. I do not endorse. Hello and welcome to It's Like This, your one-stop shop for everything pop, culture that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And I feel like singing today. I don't know why. Maybe because there's a Christmas tree on behind me and it's twinkling lights just really get me in that mood. How was your week? It's, you know, it's, it's been a week. It's been a busy week, Um, you know, working on, working on some, some holiday stuff for, for mixtape and getting together uh, volume five of mixtape. So it's been, it's been nonstop this week. How's your week been? My, my week was pretty good. Um, Myron was here till about midweek. He left. Sad, sad, sad. Now I'm back to that lonely, empty place once again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been it's been a good week. There's a few nice little stories that we get to discuss today. So I am very much looking forward to this episode. I mean, it, there's been some messy mess this week. <laughs> it's been a week. Yeah, I that's my favorite kind of messy mess. You know what I mean? Uh, some of it I could do without, but 
but the juicy, messy stuff that's not really harmful, I live. I live. <laughs> yeah, I'm just the level of petty from a lot of different uh, places this week. I aspire to that level of petty. I agree. I, I mean, let's just dive into this in that um, why, 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 why? Uh, much like women who are still sleeping with Nick Cannon, why are people still dating Common? It's community peen. I mean, he lives to serve the community. Okay. <laughs> at this point, like, I feel like at some point during this year, even I have dated Common. Like, I'll have to go check my my texts and stuff. But, like, he's he dated everybody at this point. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I have a little confession. Myron, Common, and I were in a throuple for the beginning of 2022, I have to confess. And, you know, now he's moved on to greener pastures and better singers because there are rumors that Common and Jennifer Hudson have a thing going on hmm Mm-mm-mm. they were he was seen picking her up like from work you know like you're just like regular casual friend does not come pick you up from work that's something your boo does okay <laughs> but also like i it's it's funny to me that like you know in the story it said common common picked Jennifer Hudson up from work like she was doing a shift down at the Sizzler or some shit like <laughs> her job and my job they are not the same <laughs> not the same okay but listen you know, one thing I have to say, Common definitely has been community peen. I mean, he's dated a lot of people, a lot of notable people. But then again, like if everybody that I ever dated was a celebrity, it would seem like I dated a lot of people. You know, we're adults and, you know, if things don't work out, then you try again, of course. But I mean, he's dated, um, oh my God, Serena Williams. Um my God, I'm blanking. There's, there's a whole list. Uh, oh, oh, Erica Badu for a long time. Even Angela Rye. I was, I was kind of shocked to be Angela Rye. I was like, I didn't even know that happened. Hmm. Okay, well. You know, Hollywood, the, the community of celebrities is not that large. So like now you got to think, you know, because you know, common is the Hollywood doorknob and everybody's getting a turn. Like it's at some point, you know, Jay Hud now has this talk show. She's going to have to talk to her alleged new man's exes at some point. Awkward. <laughs> but I live, I live for this kind of mess. This is, this is fun mess. I like it. You know what? Jay Hud, get you that community peen girl. Okay. You get you that peen. Because the oh, there's got to be something good about it. They keep coming back. They keep coming around for it. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he does. And you know what? He looks like his skin is really soft. So, when he, like, touches you, like, it, it's all, like, soft. Yeah. 
not once from any of these women, though, have we heard anything particularly problematic about him. So, you know, nobody said, oh, he he's a cheater or, you know, he verbally abuses me. Like, no, he just seems like a normal guy who, listen, he likes to serve his community. Who am I? It reminds me, it reminds me of uh, Cat Williams used to have um, a bit in his sets uh, where he, he talked about having certain items in his house. And at, at one point in the bit, he says, he's got silk pillowcases. Those are for the bitches. You know what? I guarantee you that Common has silk pillowcases. Okay. Absolutely. He may even have some extra bonnets in his drawer for his guests. Okay. I'm just saying. Allegedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. On, on to some other like really, listen, I have to give it to Netflix with this mwah, chef's kiss level of petty <laughs> this week. I love it. So I don't know if you've heard this story about Camilla's, like, I, I guess they call it lady in waiting or something like that. There was some sort of reception. And this woman who was a guest, she was an invited guest, was pretty much put through the third degree by this lady Hussey. And I'm not even kidding you, you guys. Her last name is Hussey. Her last name is Hussey. <laughs> And she like questioned this black woman about where she was from. And she's like, I'm, I was born here in England. She's like, yes, but where are you actually from? And continued this type of interrogation, really, because that's what it is. It's an interrogation. And so she was encouraged to resign <laughs> because this woman, and I can, and I am blanking on this woman's name right now. And I, I don't want to not give her credit because she came out and and tweeted and spoke about this interaction that she had okay now the ladies in waiting are high ranking people in the royal family who kind of quote unquote help out the queen or the prince she's actually william's godmother as well and she was acting like a racist lunatic okay to this invited guest at the palace and it came out and everybody was like, you see, Megan told you so, because this woman was the one that was put in charge with helping Megan to acclimate to the Royal family. So now it's all starting to make sense. The things that came out in that Oprah interview are really starting to add up and listen, rightfully so the Royal family got skewered all over social media. We're getting dragged left and right as William and Kate are literally midair on their way to this big American uh, visit that was supposed to make them look good and have good PR. And they stepped off the plane to this mess. And the cherry on the top of that messy cake, that is the day that Netflix decided to drop the trailer for the new Megan and Harry documentary. Oh, oh I fucking love it. <laughs> they were like, listen, let's capitalize on this. Bloop. And I can't wait. Phenomenal. For 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 the sake of the story, uh the 
woman in question is uh, Ngozi Fulani. She is the chief executive of Sister Space, uh, which is an East London refuge that provides specialist support for women of African and Caribbean heritage. Ah, uh, Miss Fulani. Yes. Listen, I am so glad that she came out and spoke her truth. And she is not letting herself be bullied by this royal family and their freaking PR team. What do they call it? The firm? Shit, I'm sorry. Can we talk about how fucking creepy that is? Um, you know what? Serves them right for being racist pricks. Um, they thought they were gonna come over here to the US and get themselves some good publicity, but landed in the middle of a shitstorm. And then Netflix was like, Oh, yeah, and by the way, we're dropping, you know, the Megan Harry doc. Bloop. I fucking love it. that. Is like top tier pettiness, and I live. So, you know, in 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 more just absolutely messy news, um, two of the hosts of Good Morning America uh, are apparently having an affair, uh, Amy and TJ. But what makes this story so great is that the day the news broke, a uh, legendary Blacktress uh, Pam Greer posted on Twitter a photo of herself at uh, Good Morning America in between the two hosts in question. And behind them is a picture of, I guess, what was one of Pam's projects at the time that was entitled the plot thickens. <laughs> Yo, I fucking, the scream I scrumped when I read that tweet. I said, Miss Pam. <laughs> yes, I am here for it. I mean, first of all, I, I hear that it was one of their spouses that found out about this that apparently might have gotten a private investigator. Okay, and leaked the story. So TJ and Amy were just pretty much fucking gallivanting all around New York City, uh, heavy petting, ass grab, literally ass grabbing. <laughs> the pictures of him grabbing her ass, like in public in the daylight in New York City. Like, bro, come on, you know somebody's gonna notice. And they went upstate for the weekend. And by the time they came back from their little upstate getaway, the shit had hit the fan. <laughs> but my favorite was this morning. They had to get back on Good Morning America and pretend like nothing was happening, even though this is one of the biggest stories on like every other network. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Yo, TJ will not even look at the camera. He would not even look at the camera. I fucking can't. Um, listeners, they're both married. So you know what? They both ain't shit. Um, listen, if they fell in love with another person, they needed to divorce their their spouse before acting on it. That's that's gross. But I'm sorry, those pictures. They look fucking happy like y'all. They are on the ultimate couple's getaway. <laughs> and the private investigators just like click, click, clickety, click, click all the pictures. 
I mean, oh, how deliciously awkward. <laughs> you know that HR meeting at GMA was <laughs> so awkward. If you are a person of note, I understand that, you know, being around someone all the time, like you, you develop a certain amount of feelings for them. Um, but like, don't shit where you eat, like stop fucking your coworkers. It is not a good idea. I know this from experience. Please do not get involved with your coworkers. I mean, especially if your job is literally to be on TV <laughs> and you know that, you know, our celebrity, toxic celebrity culture here in America, like we love to see the mess. You know, there's always somebody out there waiting to catch you slipping. And you know what? TJ and Amy got caught literally red handed. He got caught with his hand right on her ass. Okay. Giving it a nice little squeeze. I appreciate the technique though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, you know, but also think about think about the future. Like if this I mean goes further south than it already has, you know, and let's say y'all decide no, nah, we're not doing this, bro. That's somebody you have to sit in front of cameras, in front of millions of people every morning. Yeah. And you know what? I hate to say this, but TJ. My dude, you know the first one. If they're going to have to let somebody go, bro, it's going to be you. It's not going to be the pretty little blonde white lady. It's going to be you. You fucked up. You fucked up. Mm. Look what happened to Ann Curry. Ooh. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Damn, what be going on with these like um, morning show uh, broadcasters? Because they are, they are a messy bunch. I love it. Bring it on. Keep it coming. <laughs> so in in still still messy, um, not really like an enjoyable story. Um, there have been some rape allegations brought forth against uh, former RuPaul's Drag Race star turned Dancing with the Stars contestant um shangela a a member of the crew has uh accused him of um raping him basically uh while at the at the wrap of shangela's show um we're here now this is not any kind of messiness i like I don't like this shit at all. This is not a fun story. I I don't want to say I hope it's not true because then that would mean that I I'm saying I don't believe him. But goddamn, that is mm -mm, mm -mm, no. Yeah. Um as as with any story uh like this, my my instinct is to always believe the alleged victim until proven otherwise yeah and so until further notice shangela the fuck what the fuck you are done that is not okay Ooh. Ooh. 
That that whole story just leaves me with a layer of ick all over me. I don't like that shit. I don't like, listen, I don't care what gender a person is. They do not deserve to be sexually assaulted. You you can't. I'm sorry. I'm no, 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 no. Unequivocally, no. Oh my God. Moving on. I've to something that is uh, quite exciting uh, for for this show uh, because this is someone that in our heads is a friend of the show, someone we absolutely adore. Uh, Megan the Stallion is the first black woman on the cover of Forbes 30 Under 30. Oh my God, congratulations, queen. But also, why is she the first? Good God, I can't believe in 2022, we are still saying things like this. However, uh, much well-deserved by Megan Thee Stallion. She is definitely a force to be reckoned with. I love her. <laughs> you guys know that. I'm a, I, I'm a lover of Megan Thee Stallion. And in my own head, she is my friend in my head. So we love her. This is big for her. I love it. And she looks great on the cover too. Oh, I mean, she always. <laughs> With she's been getting a lot of she she's gotten a lot of accolades this year. Twenty twenty two has been a fantastic year for Megan Thee Stallion, and it occurred to me, um, you know, as as I was kind of refreshing myself on all the stories we were going to talk about this week, um, she has, I believe what will be that Beyonce level of longevity. I agree. I think she is here for the long haul. I, I really do think that we have just seen the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Megan Thee Stallion. I think she's going to branch out into acting. You know, she's already dabbled a little here and there. So I think, yeah, you're right. This was a big year for her. I mean, love seeing her on She-Hulk. <laughs> My favorite cameo. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, this is this has been a great, great year for her. Um, I want to give a quick little shout out, a celebration. A it's Britney, bitch. Happy birthday, Britney Jean Spears. Okay. Happy birthday, Britney. Um, yeah, I hope. That next year, this this year of her life is a good one for her because she you knows she's been having a rough go of things. But also, stop fat shaming Christina Aguilera, bitch. Okay, <laughs> I'm still not. <laughs> and and also, and also, like, please stop airing your grievances on Instagram. Like, it's just not a good look. Oh, it's it's giving thirsty. It's giving like it's that's pedestrian behavior. Like you're better than that. That is a great word. Yeah. You're bit you're better than this, babe. You need to stop. But enjoy your birthday. <laughs> that's right. Happy birthday. Enjoy. Enjoy whatever whatever it is uh that you're doing uh with your 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 new husband. Um, you know, I hope I hope it's a fantastic day. I, I hope it is too. So I hope that she enjoys it. I mean, I mean, definitely more than I enjoyed this um, trailer that was just dropped. Um, Gardens of the Galaxy 
Guardians of the Galaxy 3, the trailer came out. Now, I did enjoy the trailer. I, I, I've I always loved all the Guardian movies. I think they're really funny. Um, you know, they don't seem to drag on. Like, they're very... I, I like them. I enjoy them very much. But I fucking am tired of seeing Crispy Rat in every goddamn movie. Why is he in every movie? Why? Ugh. Like... We lost Iron Man, we lost Black Panther, and we got stuck with Star-Lord. Really? Really, B? <laughs> I feel like, um, and, and I, have, I have always felt this way, is that um, the Guardians of the Galaxy films are, you know, they're bright and they're colorful and they're quick. They are for the average fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Those people that get up and leave when the credits start to roll. Um, that's that's who the Guardians of the Galaxy films are for. That being said, um, the tone of this trailer leads me to believe that maybe uh, a certain lead actor, this will be his last film. It does definitely give me somebody major dies vibes. It really did give me, um, but you know what? I think it, it, I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't want to say, but I, I do remember one of the actors from this group saying that he wasn't going to be involved in playing that, that character much any longer, much longer. So then that leads me to believe it's that character. I don't, I don't know. I hope, I hope it's Crispy Rat. I'm not going to lie. I'm tired of seeing him in every movie. It's enough. I feel like with, with the introduction of uh, Will Poulter's uh, Adam Warlock, which by the way, looks fantastic. I was, I was worried that it was, it was, gonna just be terribly wrong but um for the for the brief moments you see him like he looks it's very comic accurate but still you know grounded um i feel like that that character will be a replacement for someone hopefully the correct someone i hope it's the correct someone because i vaguely remember dave bautista saying that he wasn't gonna be playing drax much longer i i don't know if i'm imagining this but i i could have no, you you are you are absolutely correct. Um, but what that was at the time of, I believe he was on the red carpet or something. It was like an award show or some some shit like that. I uh, they had not renewed his contract yet. Oh, okay, okay. That gives me hope then, because I was like, "Fuck, is Drax gonna die? Because I don't want him to die. I want fucking star. I mean, listen." I'm going to go back to this. I'm still fucking pissed at you about Thanos, bitch. Okay? It's all your fault. So many people got it. It's all your goddamn fault. I, I still haven't gotten over that. How many years has it been since that movie? <laughs> Too many years. And I'm still playing with the trauma, okay? I'm tired of Crispy Rat. However, you know, you're right. The average uh, Marvel fan that gets up when the credits start rolling will enjoy it 
Speaking of, I went to see uh, Wakanda Forever for the second time in the theater while uh, Myron was out here. And, you know, the credits start rolling and a few people got up and it was the guy and a girl. They looked like they were on a date. And it made me think of that tweet that went viral that the girl was like, it was such a good date until I got up at the credits. <laughs> the guy was like, he ghosted me after that. So I was cracking up when I saw that. And literally the rest of the audience was like, don't leave and like yelled at them, shamed them to sit down. Guys, come on. If this should not be uh, something brand new here. If you're watching a Marvel movie, don't don't get up at the credits. <laughs> God. Uh, so while we are uh, in in the realm of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a, a, a story that was actually just sent to me, um, a fairly fairly new story apparently um there is there are rumors that uh tom holland and zendaya are engaged i did see that oh i hope that's true if that's what they both want but if it's not true i feel um, i apologize on behalf of the fandom <laughs> trying to push you to do something you're not ready to do but if it's true oh my gosh yes here for it i just i love them i love them together me too so i hope it's true <laughs> yeah they're just one of those couples that makes sense yeah i love it i love it she's a tall queen and she looks down on him and i live i love i love it <laughs> i love it so I, I want to finish up the topics this week with a bit of a end of year roundup, so to speak. So I don't know if everyone has seen on the socials the last few days all about um, Spotify wrapped and even Apple Music. You know, they put out their, their top streamed artists and then Spotify went and took it a step further and gave you like all this personalized data about <laughs> what you've been listening to all year. So I am super curious because I swear to God, this is like, like a personality test based on your, <laughs> your streaming. Um, but I want to give a big congratulations to in our heads, friend of the show and my ultimate just Lil Papi, okay? Bad Bunny, for the third year in a row, is Spotify's most streamed artist. Woo-hoo! Yay! I love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love. Okay? He is one to contend with, people. Just keep your eye on that boy. Keep your eye on him. Okay? Okay? Okay. So I, I wanted to ask you, Greg, you got your Spotify wrapped data. Who was your top artist this year? My top artist this year. Hang on. Let me let me go grab it. Um... So for, for those of you who have Spotify, you definitely need to click on the wrapped uh, little story that they made for you based on your listening habits. It's really just really fun cute uh information to have so to to the surprise of absolutely no one 
<laughs> my top artist this year was Bad Bunny. <laughs> I spent 3,403 minutes listening to Bad Bunny this year. <laughs> I was in the top 3% of Bad Bunny listeners. <laughs> okay. Okay. And the top song was Me Porto Bonito by Bad Bunny. N no surprise. I also had Beyonce in my top. So my top five songs were literally Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, Beyonce, Beyonce, Bad Bunny. <laughs> what about you? So I, my top artist uh, this year was uh, Kelly Clarkson, um, which I didn't get, but then I remembered that um, for whatever reason, I was very much in my feelings for like a span of two or three weeks. And um, her cover of the Billie Eilish song, Happier Than Ever, I was listening to it on repeat to to the queue of 950 minutes worth of listening to that one song. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so, so that is why that is like that. Uh, so my top artists for this year, according to Spotify were uh, number one, Kelly Clarkson. Number two is uh, Gregory Dillon, who is an independent uh, artist. Three is Tina Turner. Uh, four is another independent artist uh, called Bex. She's from the UK. And Gregory Dillon and Bex were both on um, episodes of my other show, uh, Headliners. Amazing. Yes. And who rounded up your top five? Uh, there is a band that I don't think is together anymore. Uh, they're called Everly. And they do one of my favorite cover songs of all time. They do a cover of uh, We Belong by Pat Benatar that I just absolutely adore. Oh, wow. I, you know, I am very proud of my top five artists this year. So number one, again, Bad Bunny. Number two, Beyonce. Number three, Doja Cat. Number four, Janet Jackson. And number five, Stevie Wonder. My list is fucking dope. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What were your top five songs? My top five songs are number one, Me Porto Bonito by Bad Bunny. Number two, Moscow Mule by Bad Bunny. <laughs> number three, Cuff It by Beyonce. Number four, Energy by Beyonce featuring Beam. And number five, El Apagón by Bad Bunny. <laughs> I definitely had a, a, a type this year. <laughs> in, in my defense, for anyone who's wondering why uh, Beyonce doesn't appear on, on my uh, Spotify wrapped in any of the top spots is because I have Renaissance on Amazon Music. That's where I listen to that and I use I use Spotify for just like random listening, but for albums that I'm going to listen to all the way through, I use um, Amazon because I've got a little more control over like track list and shit like that. So my top five songs are uh, 
Plastic Ferrari by Gregory Dillon. Uh, number two is Missing You by Tina Turner. Three is Prettier by Bex. Four is Sooner or Later by Madonna from the Dick Tracy soundtrack. Wow, throwback. <laughs> Such a throwback. Uh, and number five is Alone by uh, Shayla Hope, who also appeared on uh, Headliners. That's off her new album. And we'll post the graphics on, on our social so you can see our like musical styles according to Spotify. And I mean, I love how how detailed they got. They even like broke down your top genres and everything. Like my top, my top five genres were like, they made me laugh. Cause like number one was urban contemporary. Number two, trap Latino. <laughs> trap Latino, I died. Number three, tropical <laughs> number four dance pop and number five classic soul and i literally just described my musical tastes in a nutshell so there you go yeah that, that was really fun i i really enjoyed just you know looking at that because i do use spotify for most of my uh listening to music um I've had Spotify playlists for freaking, I don't even know, as long as Spotify has been around. So, you know, when we went through that period of time where we were like, we're going to cancel Spotify, I, I didn't delete my playlist. I left it alone, though. I didn't listen to it. And then I was really, like, depressed because I realized I'm not listening to music and that's no fucking way to live. So I'm sorry I started listening again. Okay. Not for Chris, Meghan Markle and for... Queen Hillary Clinton, it is good enough for me. Thank you very much. And and that was, you know, full disclosure, that was a conversation that, you know, Elliot and I had uh, when the whole, like, we're, you know, Spotify is canceled thing. You know, we were like, from from a business perspective, it it didn't make sense because Spotify is one of the bigger platforms for us. It is, you know, and we want to drown out the crap noise that these idiots are, you know, making. Then we need to be here on the same platform. Okay. That's that. So, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know why? Because it's my favorite time of the episode. It's first beat was done. took a really fun one this week. I was inspired by Greg's recommendation, his non-holiday recommendation last week, which was the show Wednesday on Netflix. And I watched it this past weekend. I devoured it. I watched the entire season in one sitting. It was very good. It was very good. Um, You know, there was a little bit of I'm going into a tangent because now I want to talk about Wednesday. Let me reel myself back. It was amazing. Definitely watch it. But the quiz that we took this week is, are you a Wednesday? Are you a Wednesday Adams or an Enid Sinclair? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the damn show. Where the hell you been? 
Okay. Okay. So Greg, are you a Wednesday or an Enid? Um, to, to the surprise of absolutely no one who knows me, I'm a Wednesday Adams. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> now, I actually thought taking this quiz, like, I was like, I'm definitely going to be an Enid. I'm not nearly as emo as Wednesday. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a Wednesday Adams. Says you're mysterious, shy, and a bit shocking at first. Uh, everything but the shy is true. You're definitely a very interesting person to know, and you're full of surprises. And yeah, here we are with the same result, because I, I think that's true. We are both kind of Wednesday-ish. You know what? That Enid, don't sleep on that bitch, okay? <laughs> I ended up loving that character, okay? I did, I did. I, I adored the whole show. Like, and And just like you, I absolutely demolished it in one sitting yes i mean i couldn't stop i just had to i had to watch yeah i had to know it was great it was great so now that we're you know gushing about wednesday <laughs> um is there something that you would like to recommend this week that is not wednesday yes actually um, and I have a, a well and true recommendation, none of this anti-recommendation stuff uh, that I have been on uh, for a little while. Uh, so as, as a child of the 80s um, and, and a fan of very high fantasy films from that era, the sequel and it is a sequel it is a true sequel uh to willow the first uh couple episodes are available to stream on on disney plus and it i i had no doubt that it was it was going to be great and and it did not disappoint and it is it is flawless and i cannot wait to see the rest of what they're doing with this nice i'm gonna have to catch that that sounds good so I I also have a true recommendation this week. And no, it's not holiday related. Shocker, right? Um, my one of my favorite genres of TV is competition reality shows. I love competition reality shows. I don't care what it's about. You could be like fucking competing on how to make balloon animals. I don't know, whatever. I and I'm into it. So there was, there is a new show on Netflix called Drink Masters, kind of like Ink Masters. I feel like that's the, like the play on words they were going with. Um, and it's literally bartenders, mixologists, sorry, <laughs> don't, don't get upset with me, bartenders, mixologists um, competing to see who's the best one. And I know that sounds kind of boring, but it's riveting. <laughs> It is riveting. I love it. I love competition reality TV. I love drinking. So it was just like the perfect match, you know? It was great. Drink Masters on Netflix. It was very good. Very good. Because I too love a good uh, competition reality show. Uh, I, for, for whatever reason, decided that I was going to start watching, um, I was going to rewatch America's Next Top Model. Uh, so I started watching the first episode the other day and I had to look, look up like when it premiered 
and the the first episode was like in 2003 and i was like no that tracks because like the frosted eyeshadow and the like paper thin eyebrows i was like what is going on Oof, the early 2000s were rough when it came to fashion Ooh. do not recommend <laughs> hard pass on that <laughs> Ah, oh, well, this was a fun episode. Yeah, a lot of like true, just like petty, messy, only a couple really bad ones. But you know what? It was a good week. It was a good week. And I hope you guys enjoyed kikiing with us. <laughs> <laughs> good shit this week. Um, until next time, I've been that TJ Holmes ass grab. And until next week, I have been Commons Silk Pillowcases, because those are for the bitches. <laughs> oh, see you next week, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye, y'all. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.